Welcome back to The Right Angle. It is a super special edition. G-Man is here, Mo is here, and we've got Flipper in the house. And Hello. <laughs> Hello, Flipper. Before we get started, G-Man, I had a brilliant idea when you I always was... always do. I, well, yeah, I shouldn't shortchange myself. But uh, you know those little backup cameras on your car? Yes. You know how in the winter they get... Or if it rains, they get foggy and they get ice on them and all that kind of stuff. And then they don't what do you work, think about? Yes. Yeah, what do you think about developing a very, very small windshield wiper? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a brilliant idea, except <laughs> okay. when it goes to break and you have to fix it and it's $300, I just let it go. <laughs> okay. Oh, dang. All right, another one out the window. Uh, All right, well, we will, uh, let's jump in. So last week, I, I don't know, Flipper, you probably didn't have a chance to listen, but we spent almost the entire episode talking about this incident at this school, which coincidentally you attend. As you know, uh, G-Man and I live somewhere in the Midwest. We can't really divulge your information for highly sensitive reasons, but... Uh, we know that you go to that school, so I guess first of all, just give us some background on how long have you been in the school district and that sort of stuff. Right. So um, I've grown up here my whole life. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm currently in my last year attending the school. And uh, should we dive into the what's going on right now? Sure. Yeah. At, at what point? I mean, did you notice? Is it we were trying to tell from the article that g-man read last week if it's kind of slowly been devolving and getting worse or if there was something that touched it off or fill us in right so i definitely think um it's been an issue for a little bit of a while now um i mean there's always oh sorry <laughs> um there's always been issues with uh with violence at the school i just think what really set it off though is there was a uh, a gun involved in one of the fights, and that really kind of blew the, the cab off the cover. Wow. How was the gun involved? So I guess it, was, it, was, it wasn't fired, but it uh, apparently had fallen out of one of the students in the conflict's, uh, I don't know, backpack, and a teacher saw it, I guess. I don't know. And it just sort of sparked this whole cascade. Oh, man. So... Is this from from the article we read? It, was that student at attending school in person at the time or online or? And is it just this? Is it just the one or? I guess there's a lot of questions, but just keep filling us in. Right. So basically, um, one of the issues here is, uh, like I said, there has been other occurrences of, of fights and uh, conflicts amongst and altercations among students. And um, what happens usually is instead of either suspending or expelling the students, they go on what's called graduation alliance, which is, I guess it's like an online program, um, sort of kind of like restorative justice. Basically, sometimes these students will just come back to like uh, school events because they're still not allowed to go to school anymore, but they can go to like, you know, a basketball game. And then, you know, they get together and these conflicts mm. <laughs> they, they get yeah. together and have gang fights 
Take, back up a second. Did you say they uh, do they remove them from school? You say if they've had these problems. Yeah, typically. I mean, if there's like multiple instances, either they they expel them or suspend them for a while and put them on. I guess it's an online program. I don't know too much about like the logistics how it works, but I guess they just do their classes online. And is that they they do that indefinitely or? Um, it depends. I think on the student. Um, I I believe it's usually indefinitely unless they find another institution to go to. But sometimes it's less severe, like it'll be a suspension. Usually, I'd say if a kid is in one fight, uh, the punishment is much less severe. Probably like a couple days out of school or something. But you don't speak from experience. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just. <laughs> <laughs> your mom and wow. dad are listening <laughs> wow so in this case when when they say groups of students i guess a are we talking literally about just some people that hang out together is it i mean is there any gang aspect to it or is it just strictly groups that hang out each with each other and then there's other people they don't like or yeah it's tricky i'm not too close to like the the people involved from what i've heard i mean for some reason it seems to be among a lot of freshmen and sophomores i don't know why that that class seems to be so involved but it i don't know i um i wouldn't call it gangs i would say there's definitely two different groups of students who um i guess fight against each other a lot it's i i try not to delve too much into like the personal affairs but it does seem like there's there's like a divide Hmm. And but based on anything in particular that you can identify, I mean, in terms of, I mean, not necessarily race, but just do they have disagreements about stuff? Do you think? Do you have any ideas? Uh, I honestly, uh, I don't know. I would say it's, I don't know. A lot of it's it's probably petty stuff, in my opinion. I don't think it's. Um, I don't know what they're fighting about exactly. All I know is that I think it's a lot of like oh, you uh, did this to my friend. I'm going to do this. Like, it's a chain reaction sort of thing. Yeah. I'll ask I'll ask the question that Mo's actually asking you. Are they black people fighting white people? I, no, I definitely don't think it's uh, a divide between race. I think it's just, um, like I said, I don't really get close to the fights too much. I, I don't think it's a conflict. I think it's uh, a number of different kids i think they're mostly they're like tied together through like i guess other friends i don't really know how they get together but i I'd probably wouldn't say it was race hmm. so when hmm. so when and when they say fight i mean are they like just wrestling around and pushing each other or are they like furious fights like like typically you know you'd expect fights to be oh you you know, knock the other guy down, you won. But a lot of these have been like, there have been serious injuries involved. Um, I know our, well, I, yeah, I think our, our principal got like hit in one of these fights. Like yeah. a lot of different people are being affected. I, I don't know why it's so serious, why they're out to get each other so much. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, they're pretty intense. Hmm. And is it is it basically the same groups? Is it like spreading, or is it pretty much confined to whoever? I don't think it's spreading. Of course, I'm pretty far away from the situation, so I can't say like, oh, 
these people are joining teams world. And there's a lot of, um, I guess, because I didn't, I knew about the violence for a while. I didn't really know that there were, I guess, groups of students together. Um, so I, I don't think it's growing necessarily. No. Mm-hmm. But it's not going away. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, the conflict definitely not, and that like, like uh, with the gun being involved, they're they're getting more serious. Man, and so the do you know the the policies that have led to these people being, you know, taking the online classes, has that been around a while, or I mean, what's what in your view is kind of the problem? Right. Um. So there's a lot of different like angles on it. Uh, a lot of um, I've heard because they removed, um, I guess, resource officers a long time ago, or I think they had them my freshman year, and um, and so it's kind of easy to point at that because the punishments are definitely more relaxed, um, and so I think part of it could be there could be definitely more enforcement of certain rules, but at the same time, there definitely seems like a deeper issue here with kids that that's causing them to to fight so viciously like even though the punishments may not be severe i wonder if there's like a you know more of a problem with um i guess the way these kids are growing up hmm yeah gee man you probably have a word or two to say about that <laughs> i do about that but i i'd like to know do you did you hear through the underground why they got rid of the resource people that were supposed to be you know, watching over things, I guess, as classes dismissed and things like that? I think, um, so sometimes they say it's COVID. I think it was also part of um, the restorative justice plan is for there, it to be less uh, intimidating for students, I guess. Because, like, having a police officer around, or they call them resource officers, but they're basically police officers, might seem, like, threatening certain kids. Like, I guess the idea is that they might feel targeted. As opposed to the kids targeting each other. That's better than having them target each other. Yeah. Okay. That Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> My God. I, de- <laughs> I detect just Wait a, a hint of sarcasm. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, okay. So, I mean, it, it's, it feels like kind of a, for lack of a better term, soft on crime coddly touchy-feely as opposed to laying down the law a little bit yeah that definitely is um one of the issues a lot of times i know teachers have been upset because they have had to get involved in a lot of different ways um there's been a little bit of lack of communication with certain of these fights like i think um going back to when i guess this this whole thing surfaced finally got blown out of the water was um when there was like a fight after a basketball game. And then on Friday, I guess teachers knew there was going to be another fight and uh, administration didn't really do anything kind of. And so that kind of lack of like communication definitely was, became very prevalent. Hmm. And it seemed like that was it the head of the school board seemed a little bit uh, lackadaisical maybe or like, oh, well, it doesn't help. What's the deal with her? I guess maybe you're like the word you use laxative was is uh is fair <laughs> because she she definitely had it enforced and I heard she I guess didn't like the police or something I guess so she wouldn't <laughs> get them involved for some reason wow and I don't know if you've heard but she's recently stepped down after all of this oh did not hear that 
Is she still on it? I guess so. Yeah, to be honest, I don't really know the difference between president of the school board and just member, but she did step down. Hmm. And are all all the people involved, are they all guy, any women, or is it all guys? It's not like a protecting our girl kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I uh, I think it, I guess it is more of a, like guys, but I think both genders fight in their own situations. Wow. Cat fights. So it's surprising a little to me, G-Man, that these, these – are freshmen and sophomores aren't the seniors like can't they like exert their uh, upperclassmen and say cut it out or is there no real sense of we're going to try to help out the situation yeah i think part of the problem is a lot of people just come like used to it like um, i can't say that i'm a very uh active member i yeah. there's so many fights that would go on that i usually just avoid them i guess wow. i guess that makes me kind of part of the problem but <laughs> No, that doesn't make you kind of don't want to get involved anyway. So yeah, that's you're not part of the problem. Uh, the, the problem is is widespreading in your school. It sounds like uh, without your help. So uh, it's it's the the principal gets hit on the head or something trying to stop one of the fights, and she's the one that got rid of the police officers because they were threatening. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad when you say it. Like that. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> just coming right the to truth. the point with it because that's exactly what it is. I know about your school very well because I know some people that have been involved in it in the past in, in deviant ways too, by the way. And um, it is an extremely, I hate to tell you this, but it's an extremely, extremely liberal school system that you that you're in there and i hope to god you're being teached or taught look at it listen to me i'm public school i'm public school kid you're getting teached over there that, that you're being taught the correct things i i don't know i definitely go to school to get an education so i usually don't get like see the a politics aspect of it to be honest do you get do you do they teach crt there you remember you're you're nobody knows who you are. You can say yes because I know the person that introduced it to your school. Yeah, Please. I mean it's definitely been implemented in different Yes. Okay. Wow. Is anyone offering up solutions other than band-aids? I mean it's obviously bigger hey, than that's just... no hey, that's no pun intended there, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um definitely some people have been called to action for like I know there's like different spectrums of how much people want to be done. Like there's been a call for like cell phone bans, I guess. Um, so people can't coordinate things and um, stricter security among um, like the school. Just like, cause part of the issue is like kids getting in that aren't supposed to. Oh, wow. Like non-students or. No, pretty much everyone is. Like either a student or I guess was a student, they just were suspended and weren't supposed okay. to be in school or something. Yeah. I think we just had a uh, special guest pop in. Igor, are you there? That is correct. I am here. Oh my <laughs> god! It's alive. 
Oh. So, and Igor, you listened to last week's show, right? Yes, I did, as a dedicated and uh, top-paying listener. Yes, you're in our top tier, I know. Yeah. Um, Still waiting for the benefits I, of that. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So am I. I haven't seen any money. <laughs> what, what are you holding back, Mo? Come in, on. It's all intangibles. Oh, okay. All intangibles. All right. So, we understand that there was something about kids even being afraid to go to the bathroom during school. Is that, can you shed any light on that? Yeah. Um, I guess the bathrooms are very monitored. So some students would feel unsafe just because of, I don't know. And G, and G, G man, tell them your solution to that and see what you think about this flipper. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> so his idea was to have, like in the guy in the boys' bathroom, have a man, a male teacher in there, just between classes or whenever, and then the same thing for the girls' bathrooms. Do you think a that's would help, and b would the teachers be on board with that? It would be really tricky. I definitely think it's uh, privacy is a big thing. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everyone's afraid to go in and relieve themselves, but at the same time. You're you're uh, invading their privacy by having to per- I have somebody inside the door. I'm not saying have somebody inside the stall or next to the urinal or whatever. You know, have them right inside the door. Yeah. And if he sees them vaping or if he sees them doing anything else like that, you kick them out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Of, of school. Students. Uh, I think two issues though. Our students are are pretty. They they are smart. So always find a way around something and the other issue is teachers really don't want to get involved with that because like you know it's not their job oh wait a minute wait a minute you're not getting paid the salary you're getting as a teacher to just sit there and teach you have to also be a an officer of the law within your boundaries of your school if you see something going wrong you report it and you report that person period plain and simple Otherwise, you get hit on the head in a fight. It's just, yeah, exactly. Like, the problem is teachers don't want to get too close to the conflict because their safety. But, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, that could be a whole discussion. Igor, when you were in school, maybe we won't say how long ago, were there any issues at all around the whole topic of violence about two or three communities away from flippers i was just speaking to my siblings about this and asking them if they had ever experienced any sort of danger or threat of danger or or witnessed fights of any kind and they said you know not that they were aware of and that may have been their social status that they just weren't privy to anything going on but they also said it just seems very unlikely because it just wasn't a thing. For me, I only ever witnessed one brief altercation, and it was between two girls. I don't know if one of them stole the other's boyfriend or, you know, looked at, her, looked at the other one wrong or whatever it was, but I, I was exiting the the school and they're you know double doors and I walked out and then I hear thud and there's this girl you know tearing this other girl back onto the ground and then got on top of her and got two or three like 
slap hits in on her face before a taller mixed uh, student friend of mine uh, yelled in his very deep manly voice for them to break it up and uh, before I was able to of course otherwise I (laughs) I, I was too busy getting out my uh, camcorder <laughs> oh man, isn't it true that one of your siblings threw a banana at a uh, fellow student? I, I did hear it was a soggy <laughs> banana that was tossed at the back of another student's head. And uh, I don't remember the details beyond that. Okay. So what what would you if you were going to Flipper school knowing you have a, a pretty good idea of what's going on? What uh, what do you think? I mean, would you do anything? Would you just sort of turn the other way? Or what advice would you have? I think, and maybe, and this was also partly just my reputation in school was being a very, very straight edge kid. No, no partying of any kind. No going out and doing nefarious activities uh, besides one, one, one smashing pumpkins session around Halloween one year. Uh, but that was pretty mild. Um, and so I, I think I, you know, in a way established myself as somebody who's not going to take crap and not going to allow people to get away with breaking the rules or being mean just to be mean or any, any of that tomfoolery. So if it were me, I I would be somebody who is very willing to get authority involved, whether it's my prowess as a master karate student uh, or <laughs> wow. martial artist who's uh, willing to willing to count to ten before he starts chopping necks. Uh, and part joking but you know i i did have some sort of uh prowess as somebody who was fit and athletic and you know seemed to at least know what i was doing uh so yeah i i think it's a mix of uh garnering respect and also just showing people that hey this is either you know juvenile or it's pointless or you know, there's a world way beyond high school that you can worry about, but to start this sort of behavior now is just kind of a waste. Um, and, and yeah, reminding people to take a step back and look at the big picture and say, is this honestly worth your time? Are you getting anything fulfilling out of this? Um, and, you know, if I needed to, I'd get people involved who need to be involved, whether it's you know, I, I always had a philosophy that if I knew where a party was going on while I was in school, I would have called the cops to say, hey, I think there's some nefarious stuff going on at so-and-so's house. Because, uh, you know, I not to be a snitch, but to stand up for what's right and, and the rules that are set in place for a reason. Awesome. Flipper, that brings a follow-up question. Do you get a sense from your fellow students that they don't want to get involved because they don't want to be perceived as a rat or, you know, or they just don't want to, or, you know, turning people in or any of that. Such a 
big issue now. It's hard. It feels definitely harder to like get that close to the conflict because obviously you want to um, save your own skin to some degree. I think there are uh, there are a lot of kids though trying to get involved in uh, different ways. Like I know we did a, a walkout a couple days ago and um, like student uh, or like board meetings. Like there's definitely been a lot more involvement um, in the past week or so, which is it's good to see. Have you or have your parents or anyone you know gone to the school board meetings and listened to their proposed solutions and stuff? I've gone to, or I've watched them, I guess, online. So I haven't actually been to any um, yet, but I they do them over Zoom, so I'm able to. Okay. Are there a lot of people there? Can you tell by the Zoom? We had our last board meeting was, uh, I don't remember how many people were in the Zoom, but they did an auditorium. Oh, wow. So there was a big... Huh. Was that the one they had right after the fight? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit after, yeah. There was kind of one right after, and then the biggest one was, I think it was like two days ago, yeah. Which one was the one where the the uh, school board president was crying? Probably, I think that was the second one, yeah. The second one. So she had time to think about it after having had one already and then started crying at the second one. The stupid intendant was actually crying at this uh, board oh, meeting. Oh, that's right. That's I, right. I, I understand that she was crying too and that there were parents crying and uh, there was this big, you know, cry fest uh, over there and then nothing's done. They don't have any, they, they had the fight. They have a, a board meeting and they talk about it, and then they have a second board meeting a couple of days later, and they don't have any solutions for it. It's very simple. It's very simple to have the second board meeting and confront everybody and say, look, we're going to start throwing students out permanently if they fight anymore, if they're caught twice. You're gone permanently. Parents out there that are crying in the audience, listen to me. You're gone after two fights. That's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important, too. And also, we, we do want to look out for these kids, uh, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's, it is a tricky conflict because is it the school's responsibility to make sure these kids are, like, safe outside of school, too? Like, if we kick them out, will they just, you know, get hurt somewhere else? If you kick out the kids that are fighting, will they fight somewhere else? I don't care. What happens? You got one chance in the school, then you have one chance out of the school to learn online, and then you're done. If you can't learn that you can't fight other people when you're in school and and you get two chances to do it, you're done. You got to go to another area. Go to Detroit, Chicago, San Francisco, someplace that's really nice for people like you and get out of our school system. I'm sick of you. I mean, have these, have there been more suspensions? It seems like, I mean, obviously it's the snowball has been rolling and now it's rolling faster. And it seems like the solutions have been pretty namby pamby. Have they talked about getting more serious about this? Yeah. Uh, we've seen, we've seen some changes. There definitely is a lot more like hall monitoring. Uh, a lot of teachers have stepped up to make sure kids are in the right places. Um, a lot of there's better there's that that definitely better dorm uh, moderation I know like 
they've been keeping um, certain doors locked that they had before. And some of these solutions are definitely will take time to see if, you know, their their full effects. But right. I think they're definitely implementing policy. I mean, as I think we've kind of alluded to, it really does go back to the individual kids and their families. And the long term solution is obviously counseling of some sort for them or, you know, parental intervention. And do you get any sense at all of the parents of these kids if they're saying, oh, well, little Johnny, you know, he's just a boy or I, I definitely heard it all. Yeah, definitely. There are parents that are looking out for the kids. I know at the board meeting two nights ago, I, I think two parents came forward who actually talked about their experience with, or I guess they uh, had a kid who maybe had been involved in, um, in some of these fights. So I don't think every situation it's necessarily parent, parental neglect. Um, so I do think that parents uh, are, are looking out for their kids. In, in, in what way? Are you saying that the parents of the kids that were fighting, they're telling their kids don't do that anymore? Is that what? I mean, you'd hope so. Like, obviously, it's hard to know in every situation. But it's good to see that, like, at least two parents came forward um, who, uh, who who spoke about how they can they can support or they're looking looking for help. And obviously, each, their situation is different. Um, who knows with every kid. But I, I heard from someone who has a son in fifth grade in that school district and she said, yeah, I've heard the middle school isn't that hot either, and I probably won't send my kid to the middle school. Do you have any commentary on the middle school, having been there like four years ago, I know? Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't think it was that bad. That's why I figure remember. I've heard it's, it's been actually better this year, I think. I mean, that's just word of mouth, so I don't really know for sure. Yeah. So I think it really depends on each class sometimes. It's sometimes... Mm. How about how many kids are in a class? We were trying to figure that out last week. Uh, I think it's like 350, something like that. So we were right on pretty much, G-Man. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I- Igor, any other commentary on this uh, situation? I think when your mentors are hit and run, uh, you're bound to commit some some low-level uh low level of violence in school. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody I went to school with who had a dual parent household that would have gone this far or acted like this. Uh, oh, good point. You know, it's, it, it, I don't really understand how it gets to this point regardless. I mean, school is such a low key environment if you're just doing what you enjoy and then, you know, getting the class load out of the way. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate to hear. Uh, I, I think there's plenty of good mentorship out there. Um, and as bad as the internet is, I think there's plenty of places to look to that, you know, provide uplifting ideas for young men and women. And hopefully, uh, Hopefully those resources can be made available or, or uh, you know, other, other people can guide those who are maybe not so much on the straight and narrow to the right place to be. Well put. I know the question I was going to ask a while back is, do you know of any students that are actually 
afraid, I mean, are fearful that something's going to happen to them? Or is it just, oh my gosh, this is such a nuisance and it's, you know, it's putting us in the news for all the wrong reason? Because it seems like if it's sort of contained with these students that, not that it wouldn't matter as much, but it's not like you're worried every time you go to school. It sounds like uh, these whoever these students are, if they listen to this podcast, they'll be they'll be uh, worried having nightmares about G-Man. <laughs> That's true. They'd better. <laughs> but Flipper, is is that the case that, I mean, are, are he, people really, I know they've canceled he school He seems to have twice. left the oh. anchor recording. Oh, I just noticed that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Flipper's gone? Yeah. Oh, did I scare him off? I didn't I mean know. to do that. I just thought it was kind of ironic that uh, that his name was what I wanted to do to the school board president. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did want to, Mo, I wanted to commend you. I know it was a couple weeks ago now, but your, uh, what you said about Pete, judge your butt, and saying that's what he would do if you lived next to him. <laughs> that, that one was particularly humorous. Oh, well, thank you. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we, we don't have a super conclusion because, unfortunately, for our audience out there, Flipper's mic went out, so he'll jump back on if he can. But it, it does sound like, I don't know, I think it's even worse that these kids are freshmen and sophomores because that could mean two or three or four more years of bad news unless they really do have to crack down. Yeah. I did. did they did. They didn't. Flipper didn't happen to mention the ethnic background of these students, did he? He didn't say specifically, but he didn't make he made it sound like it was not either a, a necessarily black versus white or that they mm -hmm. I, I mean he didn't say what race they were or ethnicity but it sounds just more like some low-life kids yeah i think he was i think he's been indoctrinated with his school i will tell you what i heard uh okay and that is um after i'd heard about the board meetings and stuff i talked to a lady that i have contact with who has contact with people at that school. And she said okay. one of the, one of the uh, black basketball players opened a gym door to allow those people to come in that started the fight. Now, that's hearsay. That's through third person, but that's what she said. And I said, are you, where did you hear that? And she said, through so-and-so. And she said the next day, after they kicked that kid out of school for doing that, his mother came in and cried racism, and they let him back in. Oh, of wow. Now, that's, that, that's just what I heard third hand. And, uh, you know, it, it, it may be true, it may not be true, but um, I do know for a fact that that has happened at our alma mater, Mo. Um, when a friend of mine that I work with closely had said that he had to deal with that on and off quite frequently. So there you have it. It's this untouchable thing. You can't talk about that. But in fact, everybody knows what you're talking about. And that's exactly what's going on. 
and Igor is is in his roundabout way saying, hey, these kids usually don't have a father, and their mother is borderline as far as raising the kids. She should have come in and said, are you sure that's all you want to do is suspend him, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and they all make sure that he never does that again instead of trying to defend him. These kids need... Uh, they need consequences, not counseling. That's what they need. Yeah. And There's no counseling to that. What are you going to say to them? Tell me anything you can say to a kid like that. This is going to make them change without consequences. Yeah, rest assured that the right angle only only deals with facts. They don't deal with brainwashed ideas about racism or anything, so... Of course, my question was mainly just to say, hey, the stats say that this this is more likely to happen in this situation. Right. But exactly. in the, in, the yeah. uh, in the spirit of equity, I would like to instigate one fight of my choosing and have no consequences. We don't have any equity here. <laughs> it's all us. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm... I'm God, the... am I violent. All right. Go ahead. I did. I, uh, I was going to mention... Well, Flipper will probably listen to this and pass it along to his friends and share it. But I have talked to a couple of kids Yeah, the place where I work. We have a youth services department that deals with kids that have been in trouble. And some that have been, I don't know if they've been in jail, jail or juvie or exactly what it is that, you know, they've done the hard time and then they've come out and they've turned their lives around. So Certainly not to say they can't, but they really have to hit bottom. And if you don't let them because you keep coddling them along and, you know, oh, not me, not me. I'm just going to turn my head and let them graduate and then let, you know, society take care of them. But the ones that have, whether it was drugs or stealing or something, I mean, they've, a couple of them have gone on and in their early 20s now and doing real well, but they really have to suffer those consequences, and until they do, they're just going to keep going right along. I don't, I don't understand where this idea of untouchableness comes in. You know, we've had however much violence and crime in this country, this state, whatever, and it's, you know, it, it's not like that's what you should be looking for in the news, but if you have any sort of judgment or or sensibility you can see oh people do bad things they get bad consequences maybe i should start you know even if it's small changes moving away from doing that thing but somehow these kids just think oh well i'll get away with it and it's such a bizarre idea that you could think I'll, you know, it's like communism. We'll do it right this time. No, there's no right way to do something bad. You're going to pay for it eventually. And so you better set yourself on the right track now and save yourself the trouble. That's excellent advice right there. It's very well yep. put. Yep. yep. I, w- I was listening to a uh, podcast or something and I don't know that I'd ever heard this expression. This young lady was saying that some people's minds are so open that their brains fall out. <laughs> and I mean, as clever as it is, I mean, you that's exactly the problem with 
this school board and the superintendents and these parents or whoever, where it's just, oh, well, we'll just let, you know, whoever this, this kid is, just let him do his thing. And we got to, we got to be open-minded and it just makes common sense solutions go out the window because they're just literally not thinking. Correctly. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and like you say, it's, it's uh, just a common sense solution. It's very easy to solve if you do it correctly and, and not, not to have gotten off and, and with a stormy voice there earlier, but in, in fact, that's what you have to do. You have to say, look, everybody that comes into this school at the beginning of the year, um, if you get into a fight, you, that's all you do. You say you, you get into a fight, you're kicked out for three days. You learn online. You get into a fight a second time, and we don't want you here anymore. That's it, period. That's, that's, and that, if, if they start a fight a second time, then they're gone. Then you don't have that person around causing problems anymore. Yep. And then hopefully once somebody sees that or his his or her group of friends sees that, then they learn and the example has been set. But until that time happens, you can't really expect, unfortunately, human nature to change without consequences. And that's what they are. And and as of to that point where they had that gang fight, and it sounded like Flipper was saying they had him quite often, uh, where they got to the point where it hit the principal on the head, then they had their board meeting, you know, and said, we can't, I don't know what they said. I, I was going to ask him if his parents went to that board meeting and counted how many parents and teachers were crying at it because of that. I, it, it just crushes me that people are that weak that they go and they show up and they do that. And you're a teacher. You're supposed to be there guiding these kids along. There's no guidance when you're losing your emotions in front of them like that. Yeah, it was interesting what he thought about the teachers in terms of getting involved and really not wanting to. Would you say back in the day, G-Man, and then we'll go to you, Igor, what do you think our teachers' reactions would have been? I'll tell you exactly what <laughs> one of them did. Uh, and this was this was in eighth grade. Uh, I, I had a a classmate that fooled around a lot. He was a, the class clown and he was clowning around in a mathematics class one day, once too many times. And the, the math teacher went right up to him at his desk, shoved him so hard and knocked him down off of his chair that he kicked his desk up in the air and it fell on him. <laughs> and then the math teacher went back up to his desk and said, are we all set? And, and he never did it again in his class. <laughs> Woo. Now, now, you know, people today would say, oh, my gosh, yeah. he, should have been, he should have been locked up for student abuse. No, he gave that guy a lesson he learned the rest of his life because he still talks about it. Oh, and yeah. he, says, he says, I never messed around with Mr. So-and-so again. And that's what you do. Uh, did. Did. He, Yep. There we go. Igor, how about uh, your, any experiences with teachers having to lay down the law? Yeah, I think uh, I remember our teachers being pretty you know, adamant about keeping the kids in line. And I think that comes too with good relationships with the kids. I mean, there's obviously plenty of students who are like, uh, teachers, blah, blah. 
and they always have maybe one or two that they actually like, but I always got along with all of my teachers, and I think having that foundation of uh, student and teacher and mentor and grasshopper, or whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> I think, you know, when they when they care and they they know they've made an impact in the classroom, I think they they're more willing to set you straight if they see something else going on. I remember <clears throat> I was in a video production class and I was walking down the, uh, we were over by our basketball court and, uh, the basketball court had a indoor track that went around it up on the second level. And I said to the two friends I was with, I was like, yeah, I think I could probably, uh, climb that pillar and get up on the track from here. And they were like, oh yeah, go for it. We were just trying to find video ideas. I get climbing up, and as I'm hopping the railing, I just hear this voice down the hall go, Hey, who is that? And I I quickly speed walk away like, you know, I, I had nothing to do with it. He comes upstairs, and he finds me and takes me down to the assistant <laughs> principal's office, and they just have a chat with me about what I was doing, and I just say, I, I thought I could do it, and uh thought it'd be fun. We were just out to film a video, and... And they were like, okay, well, you know, you got to, you got to realize why that's not okay and dangerous for you to do. And they, they put me in back in class and they told the video production teacher what I did. And he said, okay, well, you are in, you have an in-class suspension for the rest of the week. During class, you aren't able to leave the classroom. And I was like, okay, that, you know, fair enough. I, I did something that was cool and awesome and rad, but I probably shouldn't have done it during school hours. And, you know, I don't, I don't get to go out and film outside of the classroom this week. And that's yeah, a pretty reasonable consequence, but it's enough to just be like, okay, you know, there are, there are reasons why rules are in place. And I, I, uh, got what I deserved. Yeah. And did you ever share that with your parents? I can't say that I did. Uh, I was, you know, it's not worrisome. I wasn't selling drugs or, yeah, that's or pushing true. pushing alcohol on anybody. So, I f- yeah. I figured I'd leave it for a later date when they All can't right. get up, upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's close that door, so to speak, on the schools. Because G Man, I know you wanted to ask Igor about his experiences with the uh, with the COVID vaccine mandates. As mm. it relates to his profession. Yeah. I don't, what did you say? <laughs> what was that that you said? Did you say Kung yeah. Flu? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what I thought you said. Yeah. So, Igor, uh, you had, you actually had a program that you put together that you actually sold to a, uh, a television network, correct? <laughs> Uh, missing a few details, but we'll go with it. Okay. Is it close? Uh, other than... Were they the, going, to, are they going the, to go with it? Other than the me making a program that I sold, you, you're pretty you're pretty dead on. <laughs> okay, you were in the program. That is correct, yes. Okay. You were in this program that was going to be sold to a television network, Correct. Yeah, or, it, it, it had already been sold, the, the what they call the pilot episode, uh, 
of said program was filmed uh, in uh, the mid part of 2021. Okay. And you were in this program. Yes. And uh, you were going to be, were you going to be in the program every week or every other week? The experience was a great one. I had a lot of great reception from all the people I worked with. um, And it was, it it was proposed that we, my uh, cohort and myself were doing really great work and they really enjoyed working with us and perhaps they would uh, like to bring us back uh, later down the road after the pilot got picked up by the network officially. Okay. And so the pilot, the show did get picked up and what happened next? So the show was greenlit at the end of 2021 to start production, moving forward with reshooting the pilot at first, which uh, not all shows do, but this one, I think some recasting had to be done for one of the leads. Uh, so they found somebody new, and in March of 2022, they uh, got a call that said, hey, they want you back. Um, however, they need to know if you are willing to get vaccinated. And I, having the convictions I have and the religious beliefs I had said I'm more than happy to come back uh is there a solution to the vaccine problem other than me getting it perhaps a religious uh, exemption accommodation what have you and the production was willing to uh have a have again my my uh partner in crime and I uh, send in a religious accommodation request, which uh, just consisted of some b- basic beliefs, how long I've held them, and any any texts or anything written by a religious leader that would, you know, exempt me from, from needing the vaccination. Uh, and... The result was two weeks of silence followed by a an email saying we've denied your accommodation because it, this will put the other people you are working with at risk. Um, which is interesting knowing that more more likely than not all of them are vaccinated themselves. And if I'm willing to work around them, how, how am I putting them in danger? If, if this vaccine uh, so-called works, which yeah, we've seen plenty of proof that it doesn't. So, you know, I, I was expecting maybe a follow-up email to ask more questions or maybe an interview to, to say, hey, you know, we, we did it. We did like you a lot. We'd like to make this work talk to us, but, you know, I don't know if it was the network itself, I don't know if it was the higher-ups working on the specific show, but uh, the result was that we were not recast in the pilot, and... Uh, well, you you were recast. Well, we were, I yes, I, I misspoke, we, we were not brought back 
to the show as our characters. They recast the characters uh, to uh, unfortunately less talented individuals. <laughs> of course. And I, well, I've seen the proof, and it's uh, not pretty. Yeah, so have I. No. So, so G, what do you think, G-Man? Knowing that you had been blacklisted from this, uh, from this show and you didn't get any response after writing you know, your statement stating your religious beliefs, mm-hmm. I would have emailed that person that you sent that to back one more time, and I would have said, you know what? I'm kind of glad that you told me that I'm not going to be working with you on this uh, project because I think you and everybody else that blackballed me from this place is nothing but a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> And you can burn in Hades for that. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I would have uh, done. But that's me. Yeah, I think it's ultimately, a, a, you know, it's a tough situation because we did have such a good time and, you know, everything was hunky-dory in, in the middle of 2021. We, we did uh, Kung Flu tests uh, while we were working, but that was small price to pay compared to injecting myself with poison. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a strange situation to move past, but ultimately knowing that if that's what direction they wanted to go with, I, I can stand strong and know that I made the right choice because I'd rather stand for my values than get a paycheck. So, yeah. Well, I hate to say it, but I'm sure, well, who knows what their perceptions are, but I would I would hope that they regret it for moral reasons and for talent reasons. Correct. Because I can't imagine anyone watching that pilot that was aired coming away overly impressed. And, you know, no, no knock against those two guys, but Certainly they're clearly not. not actors. Certainly not, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, time will tell, and I'm I'm glad to have stuck to what I believe, and, you know, greener pastures will uh, will appear. And in the meantime, I, uh, you know, I, I, I wish the individuals working on that project the, all the best. They were lovely to work with, and I hope they, they understand that uh, they may have made a mistake. Yep. Wasn't the wasn't the Screen Actors Guild? Didn't they sort of come away with egg on their face? Weren't they sort of adamantly against giving the exemption, or did I misremember that? Uh, the union has been a bit uh, hot and cold. They they're a bit flippy floppy. Um, Fran Drescher uh, is the. Uh, had the pre- the president the current president i believe and she had issued a statement that was pretty pretty well received by myself and some friends of mine and seemed like a an attempt to unite and say hey let's you know let's stick by the people in our union who have strong religious beliefs or medical exemptions and <clears throat> get everybody back to work um and Recently, I, I believe I read something about any SAG after office building you must that you have you go to have a meeting or 
anything, you must be vaccinated and have a booster and all that stuff. So, oh my god, it's a bit still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I uh, wish I knew more. I wish I knew why, but that's that's what I've read slash heard through the grapevine. That's California, I guess. It's uh wow. Yeah, it's as uh, slimy and and greasy as Gavin Newsom's hair. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Man, Dave Rubin was up visiting Elon Musk in San Francisco or thereabouts, and he took some cell phone video of just the streets he was walking down, and it's just unbelievable, the conditions up there. And L.A., I know, is marginally better, but it's just... But where... where I know you live on the left coast, Igor. That's where your summer house is. Correct. But in your area, I mean, on any given day or any given week when you drive around... How much homelessness and related activities do you see? Uh, luckily, the area I'm in, I mean, there, there are the pockets uh, in any given surrounding city. Uh, not, not as many like tents or camp out sites uh, where I live. More people, you know, on the side of the road with their signs and their iPhones saying, I'm poor, give me money. Uh, or something to that effect. Yeah. Usually more sappy than that. There's a guy who likes to rock out on a street corner with a some what looks like a child's synthesizing synthesizing guitar and shout lyrics to songs. Um, that's quite entertaining to watch. But wow. yeah, I mean, there are definitely places that have are more known for the homeless encampments. And those I don't drive by often, but every time I do, it seems to get worse and worse. They played a video of, of what's his, uh, what's the governor's name there? Uh, G-Man, I can't remember. Where Where's that? California, Gruesome. Yeah, Gruesome. That's right, yeah. Gruesome. Yeah. Of him, I don't know if it was in 08. Man, he looked like just a... Uh, a young punk with, and his hair was even greasier then, I think, but he was talking about that 10 year plan to eliminate homelessness. And Mm. do you have, do you have, I don't know about friends, but, but uh, fellow workers or something that, I mean, do they ever talk about what a great job he's doing? Are there any supporters of this guy who obviously hasn't done anything right? I I just don't understand. A lot of it is either blindness or just ignorance or a mixture of both. Like the the willingness to be blind just because you know they're for whatever reason they're too busy spewing hate at Florida, which is thriving and you know doing well in all aspects. you know, tenfold better than California. Um, you know, people people don't seem to, you know, throw any shade at the governor for absurd gas prices or mismanagement of rainwater or uh, his ability to go on vacations when nobody else is allowed to. Uh, I mean, it. it I, I think more and more I'm starting to understand that uh, with the Kung Flu and with uh, 
the left in general uh, and all of their ideas when they s fail to work it's i think it's a healthy dose of what will i do if i admit i'm wrong and then they just decide to stick to their their uh pea shooters i i wouldn't call them guns um <laughs> because they're not allowed to have them so yeah i think they just they just are afraid of admitting that they've been wrong or are wrong and you know especially these people who have stuck to their ideas for so long to see that shatter i think would just be would be a uh, world ending for them so they they stick to the craziness and it's uh quite unfortunate it's going to be world ending for you on the left coast if they don't start doing things differently and real quickly why did he release all of that rainwater into the ocean did he say why he did that i have not heard any reason why uh i'd imagine he was uh confused as he normally is uh maybe he uh he was trying to get some for a slip and slide uh at his mansion <laughs> um he you know i i i really wish i could explain how uh the mind of an ignoramus works but i haven't been able to crack it yet so maybe he's like he's courting the whale vote or something and he wanted to give them <laughs> some extra water or something well there's plenty it's of whales just... on the mainland i'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> and oh fresh water kills whales by the way <laughs> yeah that's uh, true it has to be salt water I, oh. I just remember that just below san francisco where i used to hang out in winters Years ago, there's a holding lake for water there, and my brother lived down there. And I always remember going by that every time I'd go to his house, and it would always be low, always be low, because the snow melt was never enough for the San Francisco area. Well, here, he just let out three or four trillion gallons of fresh water into the ocean, and that's probably the first time in, in decades you've had enough water to sustain your population on the west left coast. Yeah, I I mean, I think regardless, we've definitely seen plenty of good come from the rain we've had just because there has been so much. Uh I don't know in you know specifically how Los Angeles slash Orange County and more of the southern part of the state. I don't know if they're doing a better job. I I haven't been by the reservoirs nearby. Uh, but there's definitely been a significant increase in greening and there is plenty of snow on the mountains. So, you know, with with hopefully a little bit more rain to come and then the snow melt, I, I'd hope that we're able to retain uh, and try and make up for the total bamboozling that has occurred with the uh, gruesome. But uh, I think, you know, I I have as I said, seen, seen some good improvement just in air quality and visibility and clearness and fresh air. So, you know, I, I don't think he, even he can screw up na mother nature taking care of itself. Oh, well, he just did. He just released three trillion gallons of water into the ocean. That was fresh water. How how more stupid can you be in California than to do something like that? I, 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 I just, it's beyond my imagination how he could do something like that. 
I just wanted to ask two questions of, of either of you. And maybe you've, I don't, I forgot who, who mentioned this. They were talking about Greta Thurn, is it Thunberg? Thunberg. Greta Nuremberg. And we're wondering if she is, if she is in fact an environmental activist or just a child actor. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she's a child, child actor forced into activism by corrupt parents and, uh, Ooh, I mean, bingo. it's it's absolutely pathetic. Uh, you know what their trip to Davos or whatever it is uh, for the world economic boredom uh, of uh, just a bunch of nincompoops who want power and you know sadly you know have a lot of money to try and and make that happen, um, but. I mean, a couple of independent journalists were out there and, you know, trying to talk to them and ask questions. And, of course, there was Greta Thunberg's fake fake arrest that was completely oh, staged. Um, and on top of that, you know, Klaus Schwab, who's uh, a tortoise turned to human, if I've ever seen one, <laughs> he, he walks out and he, this independent journalist from Japan, not... You know, not American, not pushing any specific agenda, just an independent journalist from Japan goes to ask him some questions. And he turns to her, he asks who she works with, and she says, I'm an independent journalist. And he says, oh, I, I don't talk to those. And he walks away. So you know that he's, you know, any narrative he pushes is, you know, kowtowed to people who are going to, people who are going to take his narrative and run with it and, you know are in his pocket, I'm sure. So. And I guess my other final question, open question that, that black lesbian who is the press secretary, do you think, and this is a serious question. Do you think she spends more time doing her job or looking for a new one? (laughs) (laughs) I would hope it'd be the first one. (laughs) Uh, she just I mean, I've never seen her not embarrass herself I don't know that I've ever I mean Jen Psaki at least as we've said many times she lied but she was good at it but man this lady is just just atrocious one, one always said circle let's circle back to that oh and gosh. then she always says you know refer you to the DOJ or the White <laughs> yeah. House now yeah. I'm going to tell both of you this and this is the God's truth I looked up on the internet a doll that you could pull a string on and and it would just say those two things that she says. And and yeah. there is a little device with a string and you can record your voice on it. And then I was going to sew it inside a doll that had her face on it. And I can do that for 50 bucks. And I was going to send it to Tucker Carlson. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, you would get a kick out of that. I might do that. <laughs> oh wow let me refer you well, to the doj let me refer you to the white house doj white house oh, i'd like to refer just, her to something <laughs> okay well g-man any other pressing issues i know we uh we really uh slammed down hard on the schools and on the igor situation uh <clears throat> i just got a quick one for igor um, did you have CRT when you were in school, high school? No, I I don't 
I don't recall any sort of agenda being pushed. I'm I'm sure I would have laughed it off or, you know, not paid much attention to it if there was. But no, I, I learned, you know, I think there's plenty of, of uh, current history, regardless of CRT, that is taught, you know, from one perspective. Not that it's uh, not that any of it felt like it was out to get somebody, but, you know, there is plenty of, plenty of events that occurred while I was growing up and even, you know, plenty of American history that we just don't learn about that I think is very essential and important, but never an agenda pushing type of education while, while I was there. Well, you got out just in time. Yeah, and I dropped out of college, too, so I, I really dodged a bullet. Oh, bless you, my son. <laughs> that is huge. Yep. That's yep. why you think Amen. so well. Do you ever stop to think about that? You were not indoctrinated all the way through college, and that's why you are so spot on with your thoughts. Plus, your yeah. parents, whoever they are, raised you real well, too. Yeah, so. I'd have to have to give them a bit of the credit, that's for sure. Yeah. But I, I'm glad to hear that you didn't uh, waste your money going all the way through. Yeah, me too. But thank you for Flipper for jumping on to the conversation. Igor, always appreciate your two cents of right angleness. G man, you are the man. No, as Mo, your wife you are. Every time. often tells. Every time. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening, sharing and emailing us at the right angle.